Hello, everyone, and welcome to Meow Mix, the Carolina Panthers podcast. My name is Steven. My name is Jerry. And on today's show, we are going to discuss a possible trade that the Panthers could make to bolster the defense. We're going to be talking about Roquan Smith, linebacker for the Chicago Bears. Uh, he has officially requested a trade. Uh, mm-hmm. says that the Bears have not offered him the type of contract he feels he deserves. So, Jerry, should the Panthers bolster their linebacking core by going out and getting Roquan Smith? Honestly, I first when you, when I first heard this, I was like, first they're going to want a lot for him. A mm-hmm. former 8th overall pick, you know, I know his name, you know his name. I mean, he was supposed to be gangbusters. And it, from what I'm hearing, the contract they offered is backloaded. It's kind of a, a weaker deal. So I thought, no, he's going to want way too much, and I don't know. But looking at it, it depends on the compensation you're going to have to give up. Yeah. Because I don't know if he's going to really fetch that first-round pick that I originally thought he was going to. Yeah, he had a bit of a down year last year. Um, I mean, the whole – Bears defense did really um so I I wouldn't look too much into that but it may help from a negotiation standpoint to try to get him for less than a first round pick correct uh the thing is when he came out of college I thought he was supposed to be a sack master and he has 14 sacks for his four-year career Mm -hmm. I mean three last year four the year before I mean let's not you know he is a linebacker Right, he's, he he's not going to rack up tons of sacks. Well, he's not rushing the quarterback every down, but he is uh, very good in coverage. He's a really good coverage linebacker, which the Panthers could use. That's sort of uh, since Keekley left, we haven't really had a really good linebacker, you know, in coverage. Um, the one hey. thing about him now, assuming that the compensation to trade for him is manageable right i mean i would expect like at least a second round pick yes and probably more um but i think you're right i think you could probably get him and not have to include a first round pick but the contract that you're gonna have to give him Mm -hmm. it's probably gonna be one of like the top five linebacker contracts in the league you know whether you think he's a top five linebacker or not his contract's coming up he's a very good linebacker he's probably a top 10 linebacker uh, at that, you know, at worst, but you're probably gonna have to pay him. Spotrac has his market value at 17.6 million dollars a year, so figure 18 yeah. million a year. That's like a five-year, 90 million dollar contract. So that's a lot of money. Um, you know, you and I were kind of talking uh, offline a little earlier. Um, the Panthers' cap situation next year, you know, doesn't look great. Um, I think right now we're like $30 million in the hole. So <laughs> that's not great. That's worse than I thought it was when you first mentioned it. I went and looked. Um, of course, yeah. the cap can always be manipulated. That I don't think is like, I don't think they wouldn't make the trade because they don't think they can afford him on a contract, right? So yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I think they should go for it. I think, you know, it's a, it's, you know, we're looking at what, like Damian Wilson, um, Corey Littleton, Frankie Louvu. I mean, those well, are going to be the like guy. Just middle linebacker 
Like right now, on what uh, the depth chart looks like is Damian Wilson, Julian Stanford, and Kamal Martin for middle linebacker. That's that's what's the depth depth chart is saying. Um, Roquan Smith is a major upgrade from those guys, right? He is a major upgrade from those guys, especially in coverage. Yeah, but at the same time. We need a better run defense, and he's not good against the run. I'm looking through his seasons. PFF has him like 30 last year, 39 the year before. 2019, he had a 53, and that's mediocre. So, well, it's average. Average. Yeah. But I, that's PFF I think scores, it, which you know, are can can be manipulated. Yeah. I understand, especially with him. I believe. Chicago runs a lot of 3-4, if I'm correct. I think if you could get him for a second-round pick, and you would have to give up like Robbie Anderson or something like that. They're desperate for receiving help as they have injuries and they, their receiving core itself just wasn't that great in, to begin with. I would say you could do it, but, man, that that's a high-risk, high-reward type of contract. Is it for- really that high-risk, though? I mean, he's I, a good player. He gets a lot of tackles. I mean, he's a, he's a good player. Um, I don't think the risk is that high. Uh, I, I see. You say he's you're a just, good player. You're just having the to more, commit. The more I'm looking at his stats and everything, he's a good tackling linebacker, which is something we do need. But I don't know about ninety million dollars for five years. For that's him. just that's what a, a I, linebacker. I know that's a growing of, rate. That's what I'm saying yeah. though. Is that's a well, lot. What are the other options? I mean, uh, the other option is going into the season with what we have, which mm-hmm. isn't great. Oh. Um, you and I have talked ad nauseum about how the linebacking core might be the weakest on the team. And oh, it's certainly the, one of the weakest we've seen in, in many years for a Panthers team, right? There's no star, really. I mean, Shaq is good, but he's not... He's not a guy people are game-planning against. Uh, I don't know that Roquan Smith is a guy that people are game-planning against, but I think the combination of Shaq and Roquan Smith would be formidable. Very formidable. Um, I think that immediately would raise our linebacking core into like maybe a top-ten linebacking core in the league with those guys and then add Frankie Luvu in there. I think that really becomes uh, a, a really good core. So I think this is a good move to make if the Panthers can get it done. But he's going to be in demand. I mean, there's going to be a lot of teams going after him. And here's my second question. If you give up, we're, we're guessing, we're saying second because there's, yeah. the number one is going to be off the table. Then you're yeah, going to I wouldn't be in trade the same a first. Situ- then you're going to be in the same situation you were last year where you don't have a second and third that you're going with a first, fourth, fifth, and sixth, you know. Picks. Well, until until they make more picks, which they did this year, you know, they manufactured more picks. That doesn't that doesn't concern me. If you're telling me that I can get a linebacker of Roquan Smith's value in the second round, I mean, I'm I'm taking that every time, you know. Even if I do have to pay him, I think that's worth the second round pick. Uh, and if you could get rid of Robbie Anderson's contract at the same time, I think that's a win win. I. I- I think Robbie Anderson should be on the trade option yeah. because of that contract. Because even though he's having a good camp, 
I, I just think getting rid of that, you know, overall contract and you're getting something in return for it and you're giving the young guys a chance here because I think Robbie Anderson's a one-trick pony. He had that one season. I don't see him having another breakout season. I could be wrong. I hope I'm wrong if he's in a Panther uniform, but yeah, I don't I, I see think... the determination for from him that others I've seen. If you put as much time and effort into football as he does changing his name back and forth, I think he'd be a really good receiver. But he, uh, I think, I actually think he'll have a good season. I think um, with a competent quarterback behind center in Baker Mayfield, I think Robbie Anderson will have another thousand yard season, which would be worth his contract. I mean, that would be yeah. great. But I would rather have a stud linebacker than a pretty good number two receiver. And that also gives us the opportunity to get, you know, uh, Terrace Marshall out there, um, Higgins out there more. I mean, it, you know, uh, we already have too many receivers that we like. I mean, getting rid of well, Robbie Anderson would actually be pretty good. Well, like we were discussing before, I don't know if this was on the air or not. I mean... We're going to cut a good receiver this year. Yeah. I mean, yes, they're not going to be, like, number one overall receiver, but I'm saying we're going to have to cut a decent receiver, whether it's, you know, Brandon Zilstra, Shy Smith, you know, yeah. C.J. Saunders. One of those guys is going to probably get, get the axe. And I feel like all of them deserve a roster spot on an, on an NFL team. Well, so C.J. Saunders just got hurt. Uh, I think he's out for like a month. So that could cause him to to not make the team. Um, or I don't know. I guess they could put him on some sort of injured reserve or something. Um, or injured list. I'm not sure how that works really. Uh, in terms of roster spots. But yeah, he got hurt yesterday. I saw he got injured. I didn't hear it was a serious injury. I heard he walked off the field. No, that's what I saw this morning was that he's going to miss a few weeks. I'm trying to look it up right now. It's great podcasting. Uh, yeah, yeah, Sheena Quick, CJ Saunders expected to miss at least three weeks with what appears to be a quad injury. Ian Thomas expected to miss at least two weeks. Yeah. So. I saw, yeah, injury bug kind of hit us hard yesterday. Yeah. But... I, I three weeks he's gonna be back right at the beginning of the season. So if he makes the team, you know, he's gonna he have missed team. three all three preseason games where these other guys are gonna be able to get out there and making plays. I mean, he was already a guy who was having a good camp, but not one of those guys that you're saying is bar none, no brainer making the roster, right? Correct. And, so and I, I don't think it can't help that... him. It's not gonna help him. <laughs> yeah. No. You know. But back to Roquan Smith. I think he's a good linebacker. I think he's a, I think he's might he may be more of a name recognition. Like I said, he seems like a tackling machine, which is something we do need since you know Luke Keekley just you know retired. We haven't really had that. Shaq well, look, I mean, he's really good in college. Um, you know, you go to a different defensive scheme. You know, Phil Snow is a very good coach. We have a very good secondary. Um, we have 
you know, good players on the defensive line. Like, I think adding him, you could maybe unlock that next level of his. Um, you know, especially being around kind of a veteran defense, really. I mean, there's some young players, but there's some really good veterans on this team as well. Um, I don't know. I think he's better than you're giving him credit for. I mean, I know his PFF stats don't look great, but, you know, if you look at, like, the top 10 linebacker rankings on pretty much any website, he's right there. He's in the top seven or eight on every non-PFF website. So people really like Roquan Smith. And um, again, you know, the tackling number is there. Like he's he making plays. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, uh, upon looking at his PFF stats earlier today, I was a little underwhelmed as well. But I started looking at different points of view and it seems like he is, he is worth it, I think. I think I just... I don't know. I would love to bolster this linebacking core, but I'm also afraid of hampering your cap situation and hampering your draft capital for next year, especially because we don't know what the future is going to hold. I mean, I, I hate saying that, but let's be real. We With this tough schedule, Matt Rule on the hot seat, I think we can make the playoffs, and I think Rokon Smith would help with that because – that is the weakest part of this team, in my opinion, is the linebacking core. Let me ask you so, this. In what, in what scenario would having Roquan Smith on this team next year be a negative? When Assuming he stays healthy and, and yeah, plays Yeah, I understand what you're saying. Like. Would it be a negative? I think just the cap situation. I know caps can be finagled. Um and then, like I said, you're also negative. Both quarterbacks suck this year, hypothetically. Okay. Both quarterbacks suck this year. We gave up a second for them, so we have one pick, top pick, you know, say eight, eight again. Yeah. And that's all we've got, eight and then a fourth, fifth, <clears throat> sixth, seventh rounders. So that's what we're going to deal with. We have no quarterback under contract besides Matt Corral. We're probably going to have a new coach, a whole new system. So you're going to force a coach to kind of come in behind the eight ball. And coaches don't like to come in behind the eight ball. So you're going to have to go out and overspend like, you know, he did or or, uh, Tepper did already. Or, you know, you're going to get the second tier coaches. You're not going to get that top coach that you really want. I don't know that a, a, having Roquan Smith on the team would make a coach not want to come here. I mean, I understand what you're saying in terms of cap space and not a lot of draft picks and that and all that. But assuming both quarterbacks suck, I think eighth is probably the lowest pick that we would have. I think it would probably be, uh, you know, a top five pick if they if they're both really bad. I think it, it would be a top five pick. And then you you know you get a new coach that comes in and he gets to draft his quarterback. Because this is a very deep quarterback class coming up. Um, it is a deep quarterback You're going to be able to get a quarterback, even with the eighth pick. You're going to be able to get one of the you know top probably three or four quarterbacks. Um, so I, don't, I wouldn't say, I, I can't see a scenario outside of having to pay him $18 million a year where bringing him in is a negative. Even, even if we have to give up a second and a fourth or a second and a fifth or a second and Robbie Anderson or however that works. Um, you know, draft picks, teams have proven that draft picks are 
not that big of a deal. Teams have, are winning Super Bowls and not having first-round draft picks for seven or eight years in a row. The, the like, Rams are the exception. It's it's a it's a strategy. Is what that's all I'm saying. It's a, it's a strategy that has it been is. proven to work. You know, uh, I mean, and the cap can be manipulated. We see it every year. You know, what was it? The Saints or somebody were like seventy million over, over the, the cap. cap, and then they started making a deal for. Uh... Deshaun Watson, they cleared that cap in a heartbeat. So. Yeah, I mean they they you know now they're they've got plenty of cap space. So I mean it's it's the cap is just a joke. Um, you know, and you never like to be going into a season where you have to make those moves because you're basically just kicking the can down the road. But if you're kicking the can down the road every single year, then you don't have to ever worry about the can. It's never going to come get you because you just keep kicking it. So and the cap keeps going up. So, you know, it, it works out. But, uh, uh, you know, bottom line for me, I say go for it. If it's not a first-round pick, I don't really care what they have to trade to get him. Give him the contract. Um, the linebacking core right now that we have is not good. This would make it good. And that's one of the least effective parts of the team right now. And you make that part affected, all of a sudden this defense... Looks really scary. If it can stop the run. If it can stop the run, which which I think it can, I think it can. If you if you can shut down the the pass with your secondary and a and a good coverage middle linebacker and force teams to run, then you can focus on the run. I mean, it's you know, it, it they they go hand in hand. We'll see. I mean, it didn't seem like we were able to stop the run when we were stopping the pass last year. So, I, well, I have. Yeah, we're little... the number two defense in the whole league last year, Jerry. Did you know that? For uh, <laughs> yeah, because the pass defense was great, but the run defense sucked. So they just ran the ball down us. Did you know we lost ten games that we led? Ten games that we we led, and then we gave up the game. The next, the number two team lost six. Yeah. Games that they led. Yeah, I saw that. I mean, I know a lot of that is our offense could not stay on the field and our defense just wore down. And that could be part of the run defense problem, but mm, that's, that's well, rough. Uh, also, you know, the second half adjustments were just trash all year. Oh, yeah. From the coaching I'm hoping, standpoint. I'm really hoping that Ben McAdoo could do, make those adjustments on offense. And Phil Snow, I hope you you know how to do it this year because you didn't do it last year. Agreed. So what do you what's your bottom line? Do you think should the Panthers go after him? Yes or no? I think they should definitely make a call. See what I, well, I we know they're making a call. I would say for a second rounder, even though I have my reservations, you make the deal. Second rounder, Robbie Anderson, make the deal. Second because rounder, third rounder. Well, we don't have a third rounder. Second rounder next year, third rounder 2024. Maybe. It, it would de- depend on the contract that you're signing him to then. Assuming that he gets the five years, 90 million, which is, you know, he's going to get at least that. I still think you do it. I think you would too. Maybe try to get a fourth, like the next year's fourth or something like that, because that's a lot. Yeah, if you could do a Robbie second Anderson's, and a third, and you can again, get a fourth Robbie or a fifth. Anderson is a $10 million cap hit. 
and 21 million next year. Next year is going to be difficult, but that wouldn't be that bad to cut him or extend him. And let's be honest, with the receiver market now, everything's out the window. I mean, it is insane right now for the receivers. That's true. That's true. I mean, you know, and, and if you get rid of Robbie Anderson, then you're really hoping that Marshall steps up. You're really yeah. hoping that, you know, Zilstra or Kirkwood or Saunders or Shy Smith, Higgins, Higgins, that one of them becomes, you know, a legitimate threat. Because if not, then we're in a really bad shape. I mean, nothing else. We at least know that Robbie Anderson can draw some defensive coverage when he's going downfield. You know, correct. These other guys, we don't know what they can do. So, and we'll see also what the tight ends can do this year with you know a offensive coordinator that actually likes to throw to them and have yeah. them run routes. Uh, yeah. Well, I hope that Tommy Trimble steps up. That's all I'll say. <laughs> I, I know, but I'm just saying I, I expect our tight ends, one of them, to start looking more like a tight end that you like, because you just assume that it, it's all them being bad i really think it was a lot of coordinator scheming I, I i assume ian thomas is bad because i've seen him with multiple coaches and multiple coordinators now and he's not been good with any of them so i think i i think i'm fair having that that opinion i mean he only had a chance what his one year with ron rivera because he was well, backing up know. greg olson the year other years so yeah right when has he been good though i mean he hasn't been good i mean i okay. i agree that contract was awful <laughs> how many years but... has he been in the league now he hasn't been good four okay all right maybe fifth year fifth year is the charm he'll, <laughs> he'll get it this year i hope he does honestly um all right uh well um go ahead i think we're done no i'm i'm good all right. All right. You got any last two words? Nope. Uh, go get them. That's all. All I right. Say. We want to thank everyone for listening. If you like the show, please let your friends know. Please follow us on Twitter at Meow Mix Podcast. If you have any questions or comments, you can leave them at mailbag at meowmixpodcast.com. And if you leave us a five star review on Apple Podcasts, we'll read it on the show. Uh, we'll be back on Friday to preview uh, the first preseason game and to sort of give a camp wrap up. Um, Jerry and I will be appearing on the 32 fans podcast tonight. I'm not sure when that podcast is going to come out, but we're going to preview the Panthers, um, 2022 season on that podcast. So check that out. Uh, and we'll remind you guys whenever that does drop. Um, but until then everybody stay safe out there and keep pounding.